Alright, so what's up everybody? This is Ruben Garcia and this is a beautiful day and today on the Proven by Ruben podcast we have Mike and Tiana with Cornerstone. How are you guys? Hey, yeah, how's how it going? going? It's going great. So if you could tell everyone who you are, what you do, how you do it, and all that good jazz. For sure. sure. You, you want to go first? I'll yeah. go. Go ahead. So Mike and Tiana, like you said, and uh, we decided to open up Cornerstone Design yeah. Company, which is a custom furniture and, and lifestyle, lifestyle um, store. Yeah. Um, Basically, I, I retired out of the military about a little over a year ago. Yep. I uh, looked at my wife and said, I'm going to go into business for ourselves. And I said no. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, you know, a couple of uh, speed bumps and obstacles. A few a few months later, we, we open it up and we get to... We get to Create beautiful, beautiful things, beautiful yeah. spaces. That's yeah. awesome. So what, what got you to say, let's open up a business? So... Uh, yeah, in the military, um, airborne infantrymen. Um, that doesn't really transfer over to anything in the civilian world. Uh, so you can't kill people for a living <laughs> yeah. in the civilian world. It's right. kind of probably not a good idea, you know. <laughs> not, not a good idea. <laughs> kind of illegal. So yeah. you spend a long time trying to figure out what are you going to do when you get out of the army, and what do your skills transfer to, um, or what do you want to do? Yeah. Um, and you go all up and down the spectrum of you know government contracting and all that kind of stuff, but. Right. By the end of the day, you know, Tiana looked at me. She said, "Well, what do you what do you want to do?" And I said, "Well, I want to I want to serve people some way, shape, or fashion. I want to be a part of this. I want to be from somewhere. You know, being in the army, we've moved every three years for twenty one right. years. Yeah. Uh, so I wanted to be a part of a of a downtown where people knew your name and you know you waved and be stuff part like of the that. Community. Yeah. And we wanted to provide stuff that we thought was important, um, which kind of led to furniture. I had a hobby of building in the military." And one thing led to another, and you always question yourself if you're good enough to do anything, or if you're good enough to build furniture, or you're good yeah. enough to design. Going through that imposter syndrome yeah. of like, mm. oh, am I really a professional? Like, am I? You yeah. Know? But like with anything that we do, we always kind of jump into it, and we yeah we let it work out. You know, work all the the kinks out as we go, and and that's what we chose to do. So that's like the magic sauce just to get started. Just, do it. just go. Yeah, I think a lot of people procrastinate about anything, and it was a big thing in my army career and even Tiana, you know, she's a labor delivery nurse as well. Mm. Um, we, we procrastinate. Should I go to school? Should we have another kid? Should we buy this house? Should we yeah. go to ranger school? You know, like, Oh, but we can't, we can't, we can't do this. We can't do that. And I think people waste so much time trying to come up with the perfect plan and you'll yep. never be fully ready to we do it. We pray about it. Yeah. We get God's green light and then we just do and it. There we go. Like that's just, that's just, we just jump. Yeah, right. we just don't. Because, I mean, like, the at the end of the day, outside of something causing you physical harm, you know, physical harm to yourself and to, right. you, to your family or your loved ones. Yeah. Um, I mean, what do you really have to lose? Right. I mean, I, I everything agree. is like a, a life lesson. There's a lesson to learn from even our failures. This is our third business that we've owned. Oh, cool. Um, so uh, we owned a grocery delivery service before grocery delivery Here in Fayetteville? Up, um, actually in Columbus, Georgia. Oh, gotcha. Um, it was called Sweet Pea Grocery Delivery. Um, and it was awesome. We were like one of the first people before Instacart and, you know, everything got yeah. really big. And now we sometimes sit there and go like, we did just did that a little just bit longer. Yeah. Um, but every single business that we owned... Um, did well in its own own way, right? And we got to learn, you know, what's important, what's not important, what right. what should we invest in, what should you do, spend time on, where should you cut costs. Um, so right. it was a learning. Everything that you do, you yeah. you learn from it. And you're That's never, right. And you're never fully ready. I mean, you're never fully ready. You'll never have that perfect plan. Right. You'll waste so much time creating the perfect plan, but 
as Only soon as you, out, it's not perfect, yeah, yeah. As soon right. as you as soon as you start to execute it, plan's gonna change anyway. There's yeah. an old saying in the military, the plan is only good until the first bullet flies. Right. And everything yep. you, you, now you just gotta wing the rest of it. Yep. So um Mike Tyson says, everyone has a plan to get punched in the face. That's right. That's exactly, <laughs> that's it. exactly correct. And owning a business, you're going to get lots of punches in the yep. face. That's right. No that's doubt. That's the way, the way that it goes. So, it yeah. sounds like you guys, well, one, it sounds like you guys got uh, ahead of the trend. So you guys could, it looks like no. you might you might have an eye for what's coming up. I hope so. I mean, if for the, the grocery delivering yeah. thing, yeah. Have, you got, have you saw that before it happened? Yeah. yeah. And she's, and Tiana's gifted at that. She's very... Um, I, I don't know where it comes in. And I think what makes our dynamic so great is, is there's a lot of builders out there and there's also a lot of designers, but is there a team to do it together? Right. You know, builders have trouble. Our, our market is mostly a female market. Yeah. I can't, I can't speak that language. You know, right. I guess I can talk to my wife, no problem, but um, she tells me what looks good and I'd make it. So right. if it was up to me or if it was just up to her, I don't uh. think we'd be as successful yeah gotcha know, i think the team dynamic makes it phenomenal team awesome. so yeah. you see what may be a trend yeah coming up and for sure you're the executor on yep. making sure that 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 thought becomes yep. reality yes. Yes. My job because is I'm, to... I'm my personality i'm like a hummingbird i'm i can be good at a lot of things yeah. but me getting from that a point to z point i'll probably flutter to something else yeah. and right. he's the one that's like Okay, we're gonna keep going until yeah. you know we get to the end of this. So, so right. she dumps her ideas, <laughs> I execute and see them, see them the rest of the way through, so she can continue on to move on to the next right. idea, and that frees up her mind as I'm. So she's kind of like planning tomorrow while I execute today. Right, yeah, that makes 100%. sense. So that's a good way to um, she'll always think about, and even currently in this season, you know, obviously we're in Christmas season, which I'm building furniture for customers today and, and other home goods, but she's thinking into We've already Valentine's planned Day, our Valentine's you know, so. and spring designs. So that's that's a done deal. Like we're already purchasing for that and right. um, the design we change our store um, seasonally. Um, right. so we love that when people come in they go, Oh my God, it looks completely different. That's um right. but yeah, we already know what it's going to look like in, in February and March. So. For for each piece do you guys put a, something special on there where only in some sense that you guys know where it's at yeah. or is there like a certain yeah. logo? Or so we, I mean, we pride ourselves on the character of our, you know, we, yeah. we definitely hand select all the wood. Um, yeah. So as we get the rough cut lumber, um, you know, you inspect the boards obviously to make sure they're uh, not damaged in any way. Right. But I always look, I try and find a piece of character in each board to at least have it on the show side. Most builders will put it. Um, like the knots mm, on the bottom, like they don't want to show it. They want it to be very uniform, but right. that's how so you we'll, know that it's, that's the personality. Yeah, yeah. I had the personality. And you'll come to find out, for example, if you have a, a knot in your tabletop and maybe the you know knots will tend to fall out. So I'll generally cut them out yeah. and it'll leave a hole in the tabletop. Right. You sand it really down and smooth and people will start to. We had a cut. We had a lady tell us that she had something to tell her family that was really uh, nerve wracking. And she remembers sitting at the table to tell them, but she kept oh. rubbing that piece of furniture on that spot, you know, just to kind of get her until she can work up the courage to do so. And I thought it was cool because we were part of that. You know what I'm saying? Like we got right. to do that. And that piece of character got her through that stressful. Do you moment. remember picking out that piece of wood? Yeah, that's yeah, crazy. Absolutely, absolutely. So what made you pick that wood? Right? Because there was yeah. there was that feeling. That reason why? Yeah. I mean, you know, when you see it and you're like, man, I think that's going to stand out really nice. And I think that might be a little bit of the dot. I'm not skilled at designing by any means, but I can. 
I can see wood. He can pick a sexy piece of wood. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He can do that. Yeah. And Get then the on eye. top of that, at the I think at the end of it, sometimes on, on the bottom. I feel like you're judging all the wood in here. No. No. no, no all no. this fake no, no, wood no. is being judged. Well, we will hook you up. No. We, we got you. But other than that, if we don't do it, um, we also try not to. We get, there was a good saying um, from the Amish. Amish people are phenomenal furniture builders. Oh, yes. yeah. Um, no doubt. Anytime I get a chance to look at their work, I, yep. I do so for inspiration and for learning uh, purposes. But what I didn't know one time until we, we asked a guy, he, you know, they put an imperfection in everything that they make on purpose. Um, and they, because they say only God is perfect. And I thought that was phenomenal. Mm. You know? yeah, so, um, we don't necessarily look, we don't do it purposefully, but we, we also aren't, we don't, we're not afraid of it either. You know, yeah, it a, tells a story. A, like yeah. you, we, we love to combine, um, we just built the table. I say we, but today. he, um, just built a table today. Fin- is finishing it up. And, um, a sweet couple came in and they bought some property down in Lumberton and they, what they thought was a chicken coop was actually old slave quarters that they had on their, their land. Mm, yeah. So they were like, well, we can't keep this. <laughs> so they're <were> like, <laughs> we're going to tear this down, um, but let's make something good out of the bad. So they brought us this barn wood, but we mix this rough old barn wood and we made it beautiful um, and added these mahogany legs. So just that story of the old, mixing yeah. it with the new, um, it also makes it special. There, Nobody else will have that table ever. Yeah, right. It, we can make right. that same design, but there's only one of each of the tables yeah. that we make. So that, that's so that's people can bring you guys wood? And under certain circumstances, yeah. so uh, that was a unique circumstance. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, I see. And it'd have to be. I mean, what we generally try to do is we we try to look at the wood. A lot of people we had the hurricanes brought us a lot of um, people wanted to bring their wood. People yeah. wanted to bring their fallen trees in and stuff like that. Mm. Wood has to be at a moisture content for furniture and stuff like that. So brand new fallen trees doesn't really work. But right. if it's a dried barn or the you know you've had your this my grandfather had this wooden storage in his garage for. Then yeah, we can definitely. But yeah, you can cut right. down your tree in your front yard and us mill right. it up, and then say, yeah. "Hey, let's make a table." Yeah. It would be, it would look crazy within a year yeah. if it's too much moisture yeah. in it. But. but I would challenge people that you know, I mean, it definitely doesn't hurt to ask, you know, yeah. right? If we can do this and, and so forth, um, I think that's what our main business model. I think eighty percent of our business is people show us photos or ideas, and then we make it. So just when you come into the store, it's not based off of what you see. Literally, what you can find on the internet. We can generally do right, um, so that's where we get. Yeah, um, I know we talked about it before, but man, to watch like kind of put a uh, like a small camera yeah. on your yeah. shoulder and yeah. watch like how how and why you pick the wood that you pick, yeah, yeah. and watch it from there from where it started, yeah. yeah, to where it ends up, yeah, and then to the story of the lady who's getting the courage to tell something, yeah, yeah. like could you yeah. imagine if we watched yeah, that, that would whole be super thing? Yeah. yeah, that would be cool. And be part of that. Yeah, I think one of our goals in for future growth, we've always wanted to have my workshop attached to our retail space. Yeah. And we'd love to have some soundproof glass so kids can come up and see the workshop and, have, you know, find inspiration and still let people know that there is value to still working with your hands and you can still be successful at it, you know, yeah. stuff like that. And I think that's a big thing. But until then, you know, we're going to continue to maybe try and do videos and YouTube mm-hmm. and stuff like that and yeah, show sure. what's going on. That's kind of one of those things where <clears throat> we need to have you come to the workshop. I'm about to say yeah. something like this. It yeah. did not, yeah, did not start off perfect. Yeah. Right. You know, I remember the very first one that we had, which I just had, is that me? 
Mm-hmm. I think someone's calling me on Facebook. Someone's calling um, me right now. <laughs> on Travis Anderson, you're ruining everything. What's up, Big Trav? What's up, Trav? <laughs> Not to condone this, though. Don't do it again. Right. Um, but uh, uh, where was I going with that? Where was I going with that? Oh, yeah. So this is a perfect. I just had someone post the first podcast I ever did. Yeah. And it's like this grainy footage. Yeah. And I didn't. What's up, everybody? This room, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. That right. did not. It was like. All right, so here's the first one. Um, and then we just hey, kind of did it. Yeah. It'd be cool to just, if, if you guys just set up something like this and yeah. just yeah. even fast forward the footage on yeah. some area, like, yeah. I, well, and I, I would just dig it. Yeah. I guess I'm doing yeah. it just for myself, right. really, yeah. is the reason why I'm putting <laughs> No, I, I agree. We will do that just yeah. for Ruben. That's 2019, right. more videos. First coming. one, right, more yeah. videos. Absolutely. We'll dedicate it to you. Absolutely. We'll do a shout out. But other than that, well, you know, it, what we do for the tables, um, yeah. we'll probably underneath. Uh, sometimes I'll write a Bible verse on the bottom side. Mm. If it, you know, if it's a special relationship we're doing for a friend or something, or, yeah, right. You know, we we try and do that. Um, yeah, I mean, so yeah, sky's the limit, really. You know, agreed. Agreed. That first <laughs> business that you guys was, and that was the first the grocery. So the first business we ever had was a landscaping company. Got um, it. What was it called? Lawn Salon. Lawn Salon. 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 Yes. That's not bad. That's not bad, right? Um, Mike was, you know, active duty for those 21 years. And while he was deployed, what kept me sane was yard work, landscaping. Mm -hmm. Our yard was like immaculate. Yeah. So, of course, I'm crazy. And he comes back and I was like, babe, this is what I want to do. I want to do, you know, yards for a living. And um, again, we grew it and it was super successful. But at that point in time, him being active duty... And me being a mom of then three children, now we have five, um, it was extremely hard to balance because females are awesome and they're super strong, but I'm not as strong as he is. Yeah. So, um, you know, just going through those growing pains of, you know, the first little bit in most businesses, you have to work it yourself. You cannot afford to hire other people. Right. Um, We found ourselves... We found ourselves getting all. I get off of a twenty-hour work day mm-hmm. and yeah. have to go mow, help landscape right. ten yards. Yeah, it was just it was so much. I think right. the end was we laid three thousand square foot of sod, and I had pneumonia. I didn't know I had pneumonia at the time, <laughs> but after, I was like feeling crappy. We finished the yard; it looked gorgeous. We come back home, and I have a fever. My neighbor comes over. She's like, "Tiana, you look horrible. Like you need to go in." I was like, "Tiana, yeah. some Tylenol." She's like, "No, I'm gonna." Need to. And they were like, "Okay, yeah, but." Um, did you guys ever hire anybody or was it just you guys? So we we did try to hire a couple of people. Um, yeah. It is not always hard, easy to get people to come to work. Yep. So um, that was... Especially in that industry. Yeah. I bet it's a Especially little bit harder, you know? Yeah. And there's a big transition too. You can go from, you know, doing fine by yourself. But once you hire someone, now you're doing insurance and, right. and all that other... You know, that's a big step. So right. are you really going to... You're gonna to have to sit down as as a business owner and say, okay, are we are we really doing this? Right. Um, at, you know, are we really jumping all in? And we learned that if it's time to hire when you're losing money, if you don't. Yeah. Yeah. And it's not time to hire just because you need more time to do this and, and this mm-hmm. and that. Like, um, so that was a, a learning curve. That was something that we learned from them. You know, that right. Business, so how did it feel to shut that first business down? Um, relieving almost, really? to be yeah. honest. Yeah. Once you, cause I, you guys were exhausted. It sounds yeah. right. <laughs> yeah. You were exhausted. And then when you run the numbers, you know, as far as, I don't remember how long we were open for, but, um, less we, than a year. Yeah. Okay. We didn't, yeah. we didn't lose. Right. We didn't really gain. I think we broke even yeah. once you buy all the equipment and advertising and stuff like that. So for breaking even in the first year, 
where we're like, okay. I think that's okay. You know, like, uh, yeah. You know, yeah. No doubt. Like, and then when, when, you, when you take away what you learned from it, and plus, for me, and I'm speaking for myself, I had a career. You know, I'm, right. I'm in the military, so it was kind of relaxing for me. I was like, now I can just do mm. one job, <laughs> right. which is already hard enough as it is. Yeah. Um, right. And, and, and take it from there. But, and for her, I think you were transitioning into getting yeah, into the medical I was, field at I that point. I just oh. started school um, to become a nurse, so... It was kind of like, oh, okay, now now I can kind of focus, right. you know, on this. But but yeah. then that business bug bit you guys, I, and yes, it started to return. It yeah. did, yeah. and then um, Sweepy came about after I graduated nursing school, and we um, decided to have Mila, and she was a ba- itty bitty baby. I was working night shift, and I'm like, oh my god, if I could just have somebody go and get my groceries, like just just go get my groceries. Like this is Bing. the yeah. thing, and I'm like, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, and then we, we saw this, um, college, you know, during, through our research, we found these two college guys, um, that went to UT and they started, and I can't even think of the name of it, but look it up, um, down, um, in Austin, this grocery delivery service. And they literally made like, I think it was like $625,000 in their first year. Dang. And, um, clearly Austin, it's a like booming city. Sure. It's like a perfect place to start something like that. Um, and I mean, we, we did do really well like there was no um on the financial side there was no issues no drama um we had what we called our sweet peas and your sweet you had your own personal sweet pea like your own personal shopper and you would mm. shop online we had an online grocery store we went and shopped at Publix and um then your sweet pea would bring you your groceries so for us with that business model we didn't make a lot per transaction our sweet peas made more than we did well we may would make a mm. lot once it kind right. of went viral and a lot of people were were grocery shopping yeah. but yeah. So the the carry on from that was again life continued. I was still in the army, right? You know, and then she her nursing career was growing and stuff like that. Right. And we're, and we've got we're famous. Orders. We're going to El Paso. Yeah. Um, and we're famous for loading our plates with stuff to do. Um, <laughs> nah. Yeah. I doubt it. <laughs> yeah. um, we always. I, I feel like, you know, we always beg for time off. We're always talking to each other like, gosh, I need a day off, I need a day off. And then once we have, you know, the first day, we won't say nothing. But by day two, we're looking at each other like. Just that creative. Yeah. You know, yeah. Like you're like, oh, well, let's, let's, let's go do, do something. Yeah. So yeah. we're our own worst enemies. We pile it on our plates. Right. And we generally overload our plate. Right. Um, so we have to kind of slowly start peeling stuff away. Um, and that's kind of what happened to Sweepy, you know, Army career and, and medical field and stuff like that. And just a right. lot of like trying to run such a brand new business from 6,000 miles away. I was like, well, you know, this is awesome. We'll see if we can sell the name, sell the model and move on. Yeah. Were you able to? Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome. What What is some of the stuff that you guys learned during Sweet Pea that you've transitioned to? For sure. Advertising. Yeah. Um, marketing. marketing. We learned a lot of uh, marketing. I'm, I, that's one of my strengths, uh, that whole creative, like, what's going to get people's attention and things like right. that. Um, but we jumped all in and got um, did digital billboards. And it was like $800 a month, which is a big cost for a new business. But not thinking that Digital billboards are more geared towards people who have been in business for a long time. It's a reminder, not a right. an awareness tool. Right. So if you if there's no grocery delivery service in your city and you pay eight hundred dollars a month for twenty seconds at a stoplight, mm-hmm. maybe mm-hmm. um 
people aren't getting to know your brand. Right. They're seeing it, but it, it has it means nothing to them. That's right. It's yeah. not like seeing the Chick-fil-A cows on the side of the road and you're like, yeah, Chick-fil-A, let me go. Right. And take the next exit. That's right. Take right. the next exit. <laughs> um, so we learned that, you know, there has to be that brand recognition. Right. And you have to uh, be strategic in the ads that you choose to, to place and, and do. Um, people have to really know who you are before you do something. So how... So for some, and the people who listen to this podcast are business owners. Yeah, mm-hmm. for sure. Majority. So what would, what has helped you out? What does that marketing side look like? Yeah. Um, so for us, uh, the biggest thing has been, um, one, of course, social media. That's like social media is king. That's, everybody's on their phone. Everybody's on social media yeah, every single thinking. day. It's, if, if you're at the stoplight and you got a yeah. billboard, how many people are really, truly really doing right. there? Yeah, right, exactly, you know? 100%. Yeah. Um, but for us, the big thing has been word of mouth. Uh, it, that's been huge yeah. um, uh, for us. Know your demographic. Know yeah. who you want to sell to and cater to that specific. For example, yeah. like we said, our demographic is is women. Yeah. Right. So I should be out of, you know what I'm saying? Like women, sci- I don't know scientifically, but in my opinion, women will have more chance from buying from another woman than they right. were coming into a guy. And me trying to sell, right, or decorate their homes for them. It right, just, it doesn't sit. It doesn't necessarily sit well, but it just seems better right. from another woman who's a homeowner, who's a mother. Yeah, I trust know. her way more than I trust. Absolutely, her. Yeah. and rightly so. <laughs> rightly so. Yeah, but uh, so stuff like that. If you target your market, and that'll you know you can you can help dial it affect in. advertising. Right. That. and then after that, create a buzz. Create a buzz somehow. Do something. Go above and beyond what you would think the norm is. Everybody knows to do a sale and everybody knows to put um, a sandwich board on your sidewalk and stuff like that. But think of something else, even if it doesn't really have to do with anything to do with your business, right. but it gets people into your business right? Yeah. And, and host that event and work those late hours. And yeah, I think our biggest lesson is just hustle, you know, hustle yeah. as hard as you can pull late nighters mm-hmm. and, It'll it'll reap benefits. Also, I think creating trust has been key for us. Right, people uh, trust our design. People trust our um, quality of work, Mm -hmm. and um, that has that has been super helpful. I think I don't remember where I read it at, but it's like um, nobody wants to feel like they've been sold. Yeah, you know, like I I, we hope and we feel because we have a lot of repeat, you know, customers. Um, that when people leave, they feel like, man, that was awesome. Like, I right. felt like I was a part of their yeah. family and we really connected and we really are listening right. to you. We're not just trying to sell you something. Yeah. People can smell when someone's faking yeah. a funk. You, yeah. can't, you can't beat, if, I, if we were to give any advice to any other business owners, yeah. customer service, customer service, customer service. Yeah. Um, we tell the, the our employees that work in the store, you know, for us, um, the tables, the furniture will, will sell itself eventually but it won't if you don't talk to them and love on everybody that comes in the door that is a job don't no love doubt. sell them furniture ask them oh how their, gotcha yeah, yeah don't sell them furniture don't don't use car salesmen to people right ask them how their day went find something in with whatever they tell you and relate it to whatever you're doing like for me my go-to since we have so many children you know and we, we talk yeah. about kids we talk about marriage we talk about hard work you know and i can relate to that so we talk to our customers about that and it makes them feel welcome. Right. And then I don't have to mention, what do you think of this table over here? Right. Yeah. That's they just... feel comfortable. They're in a comfortable environment that we have created. Right. That hopefully yeah. maybe gives them some inspiration of what their home could look like. Right. 
and now they are more comfortable to purchase and, and so forth. Right. Yeah, for sure. That's the secret. I mean, that's really it. Yeah. If yeah. you're kind to people, we loved, that's and, what you and do that's do. the thing. Like, we genuinely love our people. Yeah. Like, right. it's not a. We're one of those weird people that we love right. to give hugs, and we. Right. I say right. I love you to my friends right. because I really do love you. Right. I really do yeah. love you. Right. Like I, yeah. I do. I, I care for you, and um, that is when people come in and they interview. Um, our team is just rock solid. Like they're just ooh, yeah. rock solid. Um, I let them know like that is your number one job at Cornerstone is you love everybody who walks through that door. Is I don't the, care what they look like. Is there a certain? Um, do you guys? I don't want to use the word script, but kind of a script. Like, do you give them something that they have to ask when someone enters no, to start but a I have conversation? That they can't say. Oh, okay. So we'll, we'll, just as good. It's like no. backwards. <laughs> sure. Um, so um, you cannot ask a person a question within the thirty seconds that they walk through the door. Like, no questions. No, no questions. Whatsoever. So give me an Not example. Like, so if you were walking to Cornerstone, I wouldn't be like, "Hey, Ruben, how's it going?" I just asked you a question. Yeah. Like so. Like, research just shows, like, when you walk into a new environment, you have to acclimate to that environment, and you have to take it all in, especially with our brand, because we change so often. So, it's not like Walmart, where you go in, I know where the milk is, I'm getting, like, you're right. an autopilot. Right. For us, we we try to create this dynamic experience. So, give them a second. Like, just so a welcome. Say? We say, just... hey, welcome to Cornerstone. Then, walk in, and you better, you, they better pause for at least 30 seconds before they spark up another, another conversation. Yeah. That's, it's a, it's a good pause. Yeah. yeah. It's a good pause. It's, a good well, pause. it's interesting because I've, it's a, it's a shift in almost the pattern of just society. Like, yeah, I mean, sure. as soon as someone walks in, it's like, yeah. how's Ooh. it going? Yeah. Yeah. Or is there anything I can help you with? Yeah. Like, it's and legit. And they can never ask that question. Yeah. yeah. What yeah. brings you in? That like one makes me want to throw right. away. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Keywords like what brings you in today? Are you right. looking for something right. specific? Can I help you find anything? So interesting. Yeah. Like that is. We, we, yeah, we play games sometimes and we're like, especially on like a busy weekend, shop small, um, we did like a hundred dollar, uh, gift card giveaway. So you start off with whoever's like working the floor, they have the gift card. If you hear them say like, Hey, can I help you find anything? Or Mm. then you get to come up, take it. And then, you know, it keeps going. So whoever ends up with the gift card, but, um, we really work hard at, at that. It's just that the foundation of sales is trust. Yeah. So when do you know, well, when does your employee know it's the right time to ask the question? For sure, because you're building that relationship. So if you come into Cornerstone and we say, hey, welcome to Cornerstone, then you go, you paused because I just (laughs) threw you off and you were like waiting for me to like pounce and try to sell you something, right? (laughs) right? So then you're like, okay, but then you're waiting, you're waiting, but we've given you like 30 seconds. That's a good, that's a good pause. Yeah. So now you're in, you're checking it out. And by then... We hope if we're doing our job right, you've said something to us. If mm. you're, if that's your personality type, which right. they, we also have learned to read like certain personalities. But sure. if your personality is a little bit extroverted or what we call a rabbit, um, then you said, "Oh my gosh, I love it!" Or you're like, "Oh, this is cool." Right. Then that's our like end to right. be like, "Oh yeah, awesome." You know, have you ever been in before? Right. And if you say yes, then we say welcome back and tell you what's going on this week, or you know, if we have anything new. Right. Um, if you've never been in before, because our brand has to be explained. Most stores you walk into, and what you see is what you get. With right. us, people don't know unless they know us that. We can really create you whatever you you want, right? Um, so we have to explain that every time. And then right. also, our because of what we 
have, and we've kind of shifted and added more lifestyle things in our store. Yeah. But um, because our price point is higher, we know that the average person that comes in for the first time is not going to buy anything anyway. So that completely takes mm. the pressure off of our team mm. to try to sell you something that day because you're like, from seeing it to decision time, could be up to three weeks. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, just make that relationship. Yeah. Meet them. What's up? How's your kids? What's your kid saying? Uh, like, yeah. you know. And there's keywords, you know, like, or key actions that a, a customer might have. You know, if they, well, I'm unsure, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm not certain, but yeah. I heard about you guys. So they're, that's fishing. You know, they're fishing for information. And right. they, they're looking for guidance. And what we've come to realize is what seems, or it's it harder for me, what seems so easy to me is not necessarily easy for everybody else. So when I sit there and say, well, let's, let's design this kitchen or let's design this table, to me, that's insanely easy, but not everybody can right. do that. So they'll send right. out those phishing signals like, well, I was thinking of getting this table, but I'm not really sure. Well, that's my key to now give you my opinion on right. it. Because that's what they're, essentially, that's what they're looking for. Right. You know, so we, yep, we yep. hone in on those keywords and, and try to act on those. Um, right. But by asking more realistic and transparent questions, you know, I don't want to sell you the most expensive table in my store. We don't want to sell you something you don't need either. Right. Like, I don't want to sell you anything. I want to help you achieve your goal. Right. right. Like, so if your goal <laughs> is to host your family of 12, mm-hmm. let me help you get there. Yeah. Right. Um, so our questions are, yeah. you know, do you have children? That's a big furniture right. decision. Right. Because you know, am I going to sell you this insane exotic wood that should never be touched? Because, you know, because yeah. it's... Right. Or you have kids, and we all know kids are going to... You know, they can do homework at the table, so you don't want a soft one. True, which could save you money. Right, but if your kids are going to be writing on it, you You're don't want pen see marks. Those yeah. words right. forever. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Um, so we yeah. get to know it that way. And uh, military, you know, because military moves a lot, so you want something a little more durable. You know, right. So we find those words, and, and and we talk to them that way, and that is real. You know, we try and stay. Yeah. We try and stay transparent. If we can stay, and we admit that. This table here might not be the best for you, even though it looks beautiful. You know, right. to me that tells the people that man, these guys are honest with us. Right. You know, so honesty, trust, all the basics that you learned in school, yeah. like you know, just how you treat people. And then product knowledge <coughs> is mm, probably yeah. the the third um, thing that we really like hone in on with our team um, every single day. Um, whoever's in the store is responsible for picking a new item and learning as much as they can about it and emailing mm. the, the team. Um, that, just that alone, like, it, it takes your sales from, like, your sales team from being, like, salesy. Sure. Oh, don't you want, you yeah. know, like, hey, we have this new book, it's on sale. Like, to, you are now the expert. Yeah. And you get to, you get to take your, your, your clients on a journey. Exactly. Like, you're helping them to pick whatever it is, the best thing for whatever they're looking for. Yeah. You need to get for your mom. Awesome. What is she into? What does yep. she like? And, and I can tell you the story about this. I can tell you a story like where this leather came from mm-hmm. or where this, who made this jewelry. And um, yeah. Consumers love the story. They, they want a story behind whatever they're buying. No doubt. Um, so if we can, with the knowledge where it comes from and, and who made yeah. it and you know why it was, we have this, uh, we just started carrying um, rugged oak. Rugged oak. Leather, this leather yeah. goods. He, the, this man and his daughter make these purses and other leather leather yeah. items mm-hmm. um his daughter's eight years old and it was so funny because i was i was just thrown thrown back by it when they came into the store 
He came into the store to have. Oh, he's a local guy. Yeah, yeah, local he's, guy. Local. he's actually active duty. Yep, he came yeah. into the store, asked us if we would carry his, you know, huh. his leather items. But he brought his daughter with him, and and she was part of the business meeting too. She had her clipboard with like yeah. the wholesale pricing, and the retail price. like like she so, she was as much a part of the. How old is she? Eight. eight. So he would ask. Super sweet. He yeah. would ask like, "Hey, what's what was the measurements of that one person?" She she looked. She's like, "Oh, it's twenty four by twenty four. So she was just as much involved. Yeah. So not only is it a good family dynamic for them. Were y'all um, sold when she pulled out the clipboard? Done. Yeah. done. Yeah. I, I personally was sold um, as soon as I saw the the yeah, like the product sold like, Oh, it's, for it's, sure. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But they, I mean, so when we relay that story to somebody else, yeah. I mean, who wouldn't do that? Like, if you, like, that's just phenomenal. Like, if you have, exactly. if you're going to buy a leather purse, okay, I can buy this one from Coach and give back to. Coach, right. who doesn't really need right. it. Or I can get right. this insane quality made by a local family who's just trying to take care of their family. And it's just as beautiful, if not more. I, I personally think it's more beautiful. Yeah. yeah. Um, which one, you know, because we're going to have a choice. And then it has the story when someone story asks it. about it. Right. Yeah. And so people will take that purchase and then they'll go to their friends and they'll exactly. share that story. Yeah, exactly. And that also creates communication and creates relationships yep. and creates, I mean, so. Just by having those two small things. But if your people don't know things. the story. Yes. When I think, like, so, and, and kind of backing up a little bit, for you guys to give almost like that homework assignment for the for the employee to research something, yeah. there's a different energy they have about what they just 100%. researched too. 100%. Because, and you start building the passion for what, they, yes. what they've learned more about. They're yes. more willing to share about you it. You can definitely tell. Yeah, that's pretty cool. Who loves what? Yeah. Because that's what sells when they're there. Um, mm. because you, you do sell what you're passionate right. about. Yep. Um, you make the employees invested in something and go. So have they kind backwards. of knocked at your door, the employees yeah. and said, Hey, um, I would like to open up my own cornerstone because it sounds like you guys are building a strong culture. Yeah. 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 So it's where they funny want to carry that it you say that I, I'm so very attached to my people. Um, I love them so much that, um, we do joke about that. Like your parting gift when you leave is going to be a cornerstone. <laughs> so when, when you go like, this is, this is what we're going to do. And we're going to open another one. Um, you know, hopefully in the future, but yeah. yeah It'd be cool. If so. We looked at a, like an aerial yeah. of cornerstones and it was legit, like a cornerstone of squares. It would be that super would be cool. awesome. I know. Yes. I'm just Rip and find us appropriate. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> do it. That's cool. I mean, for you to, yeah, I don't know. I just felt like, they they do they they start to feel the passion yeah. they're like you know this may be something I want to be part of yeah yeah, yeah. deeper yeah I the thing is like I am and have always been and one of the reasons why I went into women's health and um, was working on my master's in midwifery is because I love women like love 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 women and me too yes right <laughs> I love them like um, we are strong we're fierce we I mean like we bring forth life I mean women oh. are incredible so. so to have like a team of women yeah um, <clears throat> one of the things that is so very important to me is that uh, when you come to Cornerstone we want to know what your gifts are what your passions are mm-hmm. and every single one of our people work within their gifts so Maddie went to design school down in Savannah and she's our like spatial design. She majored in textiles, but she is insane at merchandising. Like she just right. knows what looks good. And um, 
Ansley is our youngest team member. She's 17, but you would never know that she is 17. She's already like taking college courses and all that. And um, she wants to do missions works and she's really um, big on giving back to the community. So she's now our new public relations person. Like, and that's so having everybody like, I want to build Titans. I want you to leave and like take the world by storm. Mm -hmm. Like just this time that we get to have with him at Cornerstone is, it's just this little, little piece, mm-hmm. you know, I, I want them when they go, if they go to these powerhouses. Yeah. You know, so, and it also helps us being as an employee to not, to give them a title. So they have responsibility. So they have investment in sure. the store. Yeah. You know, you don't want to just say, well, you're a retail associate. Okay. You know, but here's your talents and we want you now to be in charge of this. Mm-hmm. And when you give them that ownership, then exactly. they'll generally obviously take it farther and take it yeah. to the max because now they're responsible. You give somebody responsibility, they don't want to let people down. It's yeah. human nature. Yeah. Um, and they got buy-in on their own passion. Exactly. Right. right. So two things real quick. Yeah. One, agree with the women statement yeah. because yeah. Uh, with the wife, my wife giving birth, yeah. I was like, I was on this trip like right afterwards. I was yes. like, you were the freaking, I can't even, yeah. like just yes. sitting back, I was like, there's no way, you know, yeah. you don't even finish sentences, yeah. yes. you're just blown away. Yes. yes. Absolutely. Mike was the same way. Crazy. Yeah. Our our uh, our fifth child. Yeah. <laughs> we did a home birth. We 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 birthed at home, which legit. Yeah. yeah. Blown away by that, but I got to deliver my my baby, Whoa. and it was probably the coolest thing I've ever done in my entire life. Um, what a great experience. Um, but also, what a segue into how awesome women are. Like, yeah. Phenomenal. Um, so it was super cool for me. Yeah. I mean, it's so legit. I mean, so the the nurse, she was well when uh, yeah. our our newest daughter was coming. I was all in the mix. Yeah, dude, I was all yeah. in it. Yeah, yeah. And uh, she was like, "Oh, oh, you're gonna grab? Oh, yeah, you're just gonna grab yeah, the? Le- okay, that. all right." Yeah. I yeah. was like, "Yeah, dude, I want to be in yeah. it. Like, yeah. get me there." Yeah. But the still blown away of just just how freaking strong. And yeah. I'm a, I'm I'm nerding out because like I'll see the I don't know what it's called. I apologize. It's okay. I'm in front of an expert. These lines moving up and down, uh-huh. yeah. yeah, and someone go off the freaking chart, yeah. and I take a picture and run over there like, look what you just did, yeah, like you went off the freaking chart I with pain, that. yeah, yeah, and like womaned it out, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, uh, so, anyways, that that was awesome. And now with where did where did the name Cornerstone come from? Because For it sure. sounds like, and I'm probably you throw you throw what it really means. Mm-hmm. It sounds like you're building like a cornerstone for your freaking employees, like yeah. Yeah. this thing they're building in themselves and a yeah. cornerstone to wherever they want to be. Yeah. So two things, I think. It means a lot of things, yeah. I think. But. Yeah. Cornerstone for us, well, we are, I think our flagship, our, our signature item is, is a table, you know, dining table. Yeah. Uh, we're both firm believers that the dining room table is the cornerstone of every mm, home. Got um, it. Everything happens at a table. Um, laughter happens, gathering, jokes, uh, people asking to marry your daughter happens at a table. Tears, arguments, uh, most importantly, prayers happen at a table. So if we can provide a piece of furniture that... I love that, that you still get goosebumps when you say that. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's just it's awesome. amazing because there's so many memories that are created at a table. So if we can provide a piece of furniture that hopefully nowadays, because family, now, family nowadays, they're on their phones, they sit in front of the TV, they eat their dinner. But if we can provide something that maybe will make them want to sit at a table because mm-hmm. maybe it's a nice piece of furniture, right. then those memories can be created within that family. And then they can take those stories on, you know, to wherever they go to next. It's right. just, you know, good family dynamics. Um, other reasons, you know, other other backings behind Cornerstone. 
help me out because I just drew a blank. <laughs> I don't know what I was saying. It's okay. Quarter Soda is Mike's fa- one of Mike's favorite worship songs. Yep. So that was like the original, mm. the original meaning. Mm-hmm. Um, and yeah, when we were gearing up to start um, Cornerstone, he was, you know, retiring from the army and moving forward with all these like government, like executive security positions and things like that. Um, and then the federal hiring freeze happened. So that mm. put all that, like eight months of like moving yeah. forward and more interviews, like that was all like everybody's back to square one. Right. Um, so he came to me and he's like, you know, I feel like God just keeps shutting these doors because we're supposed to be doing something else. Like right. this is clearly not where we're supposed to go. And, um, I was like, well, I feel like you have an appointment with God and you've got to keep it. Cause I can't tell you what you need to do. I can't tell you what's going to make you happy or, you know, where right. we need to go. Um, and so we made a deal. I was like, okay, every day for the next week, I'll keep the kids like in the morning, like out of your hair, you go in your office, you get God's word, you pray about it. I mean, like this is, this is your journey. Right. Um, and so he did. Yeah. For seven days, we said, um, and it was funny as when I started building, so back up a little bit when we, when I first started building furniture as a hobby, we would sell it at little markets, downtown markets and stuff like yeah. that. So I would, every weekend I would load up these big farm tables <laughs> yeah. in the back of a pickup truck and we'd drive them down to some farmer's market, unload everything. Yeah. You know, nobody comes to a farmer's market to buy furniture generally, but it was more advertisement. Yeah. Yeah. Load them back up, you know, and do that. We do it, you know, as much as we possibly could. But I had a sign outside that said Cornerstone Custom Furnishings because of, you know, uh, uh, the table being the Cornerstone and, you know, my favorite mm-hmm. worship song. So that name has always been around for quite some time um so now fast forward back into trying to figure out what we're going to do so i go every morning in my office and i randomly open the bible to whatever page it lands on and uh the first paragraph every every day for those seven days the first paragraph that i read had the word cornerstone in it Mm. for seven days and i was like so on day seven when i come out of my office and she looks at me and she says you know well what are we doing i said We're going into business. We're we're opening up a business, and she's like, "Oh my gosh!" You know, like this is. I'm like, we have five kids. Um, three are on their way to college. Right. I'm think, in grad school. I like, think it's funny. You're like, no, you need to go to that room. You need to talk to God. Yeah. Yeah. Ask again. Yeah. You heard wrong. I think. Yeah. Then you wrong. come out. And yeah. Like, like, nope, no, that was wrong. I, I didn't. I didn't hear no, that. Right. I didn't. Jesus didn't. So and the funny, and we're cool so and that, but JC didn't give that. To <laughs> so, and the funny part was, is we still doubted afterwards because she said, you know, she said okay, but we we can continued on and, and we set ourselves impossible goals like we said okay if this happens then it's meant to be and there's no way that this is going to happen mm. you know if we if we get this space if we make this offer if we if we do this in this timeline it was unrealistic goals that right. you were not going to be achievable there's no way and we always said like i said if, we, if it's if it happens then it is meant they to got be. just over the door yeah and it, every one of them happened and we're like Crazy. whoa geez so that what's that's also what makes <clears throat> going into business so great for new business owners. If you know why you're doing it, then everything else is just smaller details. Like, yeah. if you know, if you know yeah. your purpose, your why. what is yeah. your purpose here? Um, everything else will fall into place because you are going to hit road bumps or uh, road, speed bumps, speed bumps yeah. and roadblocks and so forth. And times are going to be tough and finances are going to be tough and family life. And you're going to realize maybe, Hey, I'm not, giving attention to my kids enough and I can't get to the gym and, you know, all these things that you want to do. Um, But it's always backed up with, okay, I know why I'm here. Mm -hmm. That will get you through all this, all those crazy instances that you're going through. Uh, So I think that's made it insanely easier. I think it took about a year before, for me personally, it took 
about a year and a couple of months before yeah. I was all in at Cornerstone. That first year is just like, yeah. you know, roller coaster well, trying, trying to figure, to figure it out. out. Yeah. And um, you're like, you know, you have like really high times and you have really low times. You're like, yeah. oh my gosh, like how are we going to do yeah. this? Like, what's the deal? And I'm like, okay, maybe we should just be out. Maybe we should just like, okay, maybe this was just it. Um, and then it was um, like a big shift for me. Like I, I'll be super transparent and say like, I was super salty with God in January because I went back to working um, a nursing mm-hmm. job full time. And I was like, well, God, you said that we were supposed to do this. Now I have to like run Cornerstone and work three 12 hour shifts and be a mom of five and, you know, have employees. I'm like, I'm pissed. Yeah. <laughs> like I, I'm, I'm annoyed. You're tired. Yeah. Like I'm tired. Yeah. Yeah. T- yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, and over that time, I, God was just really teaching me like that. He is just good. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it doesn't matter if we're like killing it or it's low, like the lights are on, the bills are semi paid and <laughs> you know, everybody's healthy, happy. Like, yeah, it, it's all good. So do you think and, that was more of like a humbling? He would like, this, yeah, like just humble. Yeah. hundred percent. Like a uh, humble and like a, a trusting right. thing that like, what is, what is the goal? Like, are you doing what you're supposed to be doing? Like it was the goal to, to kill it and really like, you know, right. make a bunch or was the goal to really like love on the people in your community? Because if it was just to love on the people in your community and then the the extra of that is the sales, then is that what you're doing? So, mm, yeah. you know. And it, yeah. I, for our personalities too, from me being in the military and, you know, she's an A-type personality as well, is we love being in control. We love being in charge. Yeah. Hence, entrepreneurship. We want to be our own bosses. Yep. Um, but when you're doing what we're doing and we feel like we're doing it because the Lord told us to do it, um, then we're not in charge of anything. We're not, we're not mm, right. Like we, yeah, we own the business and we make the rules and stuff like that, but that's not our purpose. Right. So it was very hard for us to be passengers and just go along for the ride. Mm, yeah. Um, and say, okay, there are going to be bad months. There are going to be great months, but no matter what, it, it's not under our control. Like just because anyway. God told you to do it doesn't mean it's going to be easy. Right. right. Like that's just not. Oh yeah. And sometimes, you know, you know, even in the military, they'll, beat you down to build you, build up. you up right and maybe that's kind of what that was and i know? i definitely feel that that was the the case when um you know at the end of the summer august was my um july was my last month at the hospital and now i'm at cornerstone full-time permanently um yeah. and then it was just funny that august was like our worst month so we like didn't have my magic we go back i'm like Okay, Jesus, like, now, like, for real, for real, like, what's up with this? Yeah. But then after that, it was like, okay, you're here, you're full time. What are you, what are you going to do with this time? Like, what are you, how are you going to grow and how are you going to make this work? And, um, I, I spent a good chunk of time learning and reading and growing and, and talking to mentors and, you know, figuring out what is going to make Cornerstone work and create Mm. and sustain. And we um, did a little bit of rebranding. Like we added more lifestyle items, more things that are going to celebrate women, you know, throughout their, their lifespan. And we had our like big launch of that in October. And from October on, it's been like insane. Yep. Just crazy. So, yeah. yeah. So a little bit of research. A lot of bit of research. A lot of bit of research. <laughs> yeah. and, um, I downplayed it quite a bit. But, yeah. But even the science behind it to me is amazing. You know, you look as far as like what, like people. how we changed our, our store layout, yeah. how people shop. <clears throat> yeah, when I walked in, and I was like, hey, what? Hey, yeah. yeah. And then the desk is over here, yeah. and you're like, well, there's a reason for yeah. that. Yeah. When Just people research. walk in, they take a right. Yeah. 
So I thought that was pretty cool. What else did you learn in that research that has uh, benefited you guys? My goodness. Um, just uh, like making, like how to sell and that whole, like why it's not okay to, um, you know, bombard somebody with the question. Why it's natural for people to have their defenses what, up when they... What book were you re- like? So it's not actually a book. It's a program. Oh, and, okay. And I'll totally drop her a plug. Sure. Um, it's called Sales Crusher Blueprint um, by Janine Mix. Okay. Uh, she's on Instagram and Facebook. And um, the woman is a beast. And she has a whole program that our entire team went through. And um, I don't want to give away too much, but... Literally, after we finished that and started implementing it, our sales doubled, mm-hmm. like a hundred percent. Yeah. So, um, I learned so much from it. Not just our employees, but it was just really fun to go through it together. It's not this like boring, right. like watch the video, read yeah. the thing. Like there, you get to be, re- you can make it as I guess as cool as you want it, want to make it. But right. um, the sales person blueprint was insane for us. Another, and another lesson learned was to. Be, don't know why you came into business, like we said before, but stick stick true to your values and don't change your values to adjust to, you know, your yeah. your, your clientele or whatever the case may be. You know, we've had, there would be times where we'd go back and forth like, oh, we should lower prices or maybe we should start doing this and this and this. And, you know, we get many of our mentors and other people like, stick it out. Yep. Do yeah. What you know to do yeah. stick to your price point because that's what you know makes you comfortable and that's where you need to be. Right. Um, and I think and the people, values behind it. Right, right. Right. And people get it, but it's really hard when you're struggling for sales at certain times of the year. Yeah. People are almost willing to do anything, you know, because yeah. you want to make. You got to make. Yeah. You got to keep the lights 100%. on. You got to eat. Yeah. Um, but we can also tell you that every uh, every storm, you know, there's blue skies on the back of the side of every single storm. Right. Yeah. Now we're pretty a lot better at it yeah is whatever we're going through and before we make a, a rash decision we hey let's wait on it a day sometimes even 30 minutes because so much changes you right know, give it five days and see where we're at if we if that decision still needs to be made then we'll reapproach but 90 yeah. percent of the time whatever you were worried about five days ago is done past and gone yeah and, and sales have picked back up again yeah like okay that yeah. was just a have you guys you know, made a decision that you're like ah Regret it. Regret. Shouldn't have done that. That hmm. maybe didn't align with mission, vision, values. Gosh, let me think about it. Um, we did. Um, I kept it in some employees longer than I should have. <laughs> Every <laughs> yeah. business. Um, yeah. We went through. Um, it was funny. A friend of mine um, was like, you're going through your trimming season. We had to get rid of three people. And then that just opened up the space for like the right people to come in. 100%. But we we love our people. Yeah. So it's hard to let go of somebody that you love. Right. Um and <clears throat> but when we did that, there was a complete shift as well. Um in just sales and um people's perception of us because mm-hmm. I can't be there twenty four hours a day, seven days a week, even though people expect me to be there. <laughs> um, you know, all day. But um when they come in now, before it would be like, oh, well, where's Tiana? I'll just come back when Tiana's here. Now, people, I had a lady who um, had to talk to her husband about purchasing something. She was talking, working with one of our girls, Maddie. She left and she calls back and she's ready to move forward. I answer the phone and she's like, oh, hey, Tiana, um, hey, I was working with Maddie on an order. Do you, is, is she available? I was like, oh, you know, she's out to lunch. 
She's like, well, I don't know if you can help me, but <laughs> I'm like, I think I got it. <laughs> so now we're in a place where our team has built so much trust yeah, that so cool. people now come and seek them out individually. Yeah. And it's not just, oh, I have to talk to Mike and Tiana. Like yeah. they trust that they know what they're talking about because they yeah. do. Right. Um, I think that's so important because cool. a lot of business owners don't believe that can happen. Yeah. That, yeah. that when people walk into their business or mm-hmm. they want their service, that there's no way that someone can give it like I can give yeah. it. Right. Yeah. I mean, I think it's just having that investment and um, our team believes in the mission. We're really transparent with them. Yeah. We don't we don't hide really anything. I mean, so we have roundtable discussions. They know the finances. They know, um, hey, this is where we're at as far as our goal. And we definitely do goal setting and things like that. Um, they know, hey, we got to pump the brakes on spending here and we got to do that. So it, we are like a, a family unit. Yeah. You know, your kids are upset when they can't get a new bike, but they're not as upset when they know. Why they can't, Why get, they the can't get the new bike. So right. it's, exactly. And the you know. transparency runs both ways because yeah. we'll even, we'll have some of our employees tell us like, hey, y'all need to pump the brakes on the spending. Or, or yeah. Oh, like, that's Natasha. You know, <laughs> Natasha. Natasha, we call her the executioner. Yeah. She, yeah. Uh, she keeps us straight. You know, she manages and watches the money and the outgoing and the incoming and yeah. not necessarily the, maybe the bank account by all means, but if we get a, right. a big shipment of, of product and she's like, well, where did this come from? Because yeah. y'all were just saying you were broke the other day. You know? <laughs> yeah. She'll call us out on yeah, it and yeah, she'll she keep does. me on task or if I'm, you know, trying to do, and I'll be honest, you know, there's some builds that don't excite me like other builds, yeah. you know, yeah. when I'm building furniture. And so I have a tendency to, to put those mm. less exciting builds off to the side so sure. I can do the fun ones first. Right. She'll be the one like, hey, you yeah. know, you, you have to still build everything, yeah. you know, and, yeah. and so forth. So, um, yeah, keeping them invested and keeping trans transparency is insanely yeah. Uh, Clients, team, and, like yeah. just being straight up. I mean, mm-hmm. we just it just works because it's, because it's real. Yeah, I mean, people, <laughs> people relate to real. People relate yeah. to everybody has money issues. Everybody you know wants to eat. Everybody has a family and everybody has children and in real life. You yeah. Know? So if they say it on both sides of the spectrum, bosses mm-hmm. too, bosses, employees, everybody does. So if you Keep that open line of communication, and boy, that goes farther than just business. That goes in marriage and yeah. everything else. Yeah. yeah, you keep those open lines of communication, then it's easier to handle. Even if it's the even if the message isn't right. necessarily best, positive. Yeah, exactly. If you're upfront with me, like, hey, you know, it didn't turn out too well, and mm-hmm. she'll come and you know, hey, babe, what do you think about this? I'm quality Ooh. control. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> She's like, I'm not, I'm not doing it, and yeah. I'll, I'll be butthurt about that. Yeah, you know, I, I worked really hard on that. Yeah, and after I. Give her that defensive answer. Give me about an hour and be like, God oh, dang it, she was right. You know, yeah. and then we and we fix it. And we I appreciate that that upfront and honesty. As much right. as I, you know, chew her butt about it, you know, she we still do it to each other. So yeah. I think it's helpful. So what else do you guys do that keeps that culture alive yeah. with your team? Because there's transparency, there's yeah. communication, there's knowledge on the products. Like I guess everyone's super excited. You get to know their passions. Yeah. Do you guys meet like once a month? So just to, like, what else you got? Yeah. I mean, we, um, like this weekend we're going to DC. Um, and we're taking Maddie with us, uh, because, oh, yeah, because some people, yeah. that yeah. makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Um, but Maddie <laughs> is going with me to DC. We're going to a maker's market up there to meet some, um, new artisan and craftsmen to bring in, you know, some new products mm. for the new year. Um, 
and we'll get to ride in the car together. It's going to be super fun. Um, <laughs> Might not be super fun. It won't be super fun for him, but yeah. me and Maddie, we're going to have a good time. Right? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, we meet once once a month to, um, to brainstorm, to look at systems, to see what's working, what's not working, because we are still um, creating our systems. We yeah. are kind of seeing, like, that's falling through the cracks a whole lot. Like, where, where's the hole there? Like, why isn't yeah. this working? Um, we make everybody somewhat bosses. This goes in line with transparency, too. If, if if they see something wrong, they're more than welcome to bring it up. Like, hey, Mike, this this isn't working. I like the system. Right. So yeah. now, again, that gives them investment into the business. Uh, you know, it gives them partial ownership. We ask them ownership questions, you know, so they are yeah, involved. Yeah, for sure. Like, hey, we're thinking about doing this. What do you guys think? Right. You know, and all the way down to everybody. I mean, our 17-year-old that's working, you know, yeah, Ansley, Ansley. She, she's got just as much input as everybody else because we want to keep – in the military, we get – I'd get guys that would come and ask to be in my unit every once in a while, no matter what their background was, whether they were a troubled soldier or anything like that. And I always took everybody that asked to be here because I'm mm-hmm. a firm believer if you want to be somewhere, then you'll – ultimately work harder at doing right. it. Uh, I use a story that I would tell young young soldiers. My dad, when I was a teenager, would wake me up every morning on Saturday at 5 a.m. to go play golf with him. And I, at that time, I loved playing golf. And I still love playing golf. Um, but as a teenager, nobody likes getting up at 5 a.m. On a Saturday. On a Saturday. Sure. Yeah. Unless it's doing something you want to do. Right. So every Saturday morning, I would hop out of bed because I was excited to go do what I was going to go do. And the right. same thing if you're fishing or hunting or whatever you're going to do that that you want to do um it's so easy to to get over those stresses or those those things that you don't want to do because you're going to do something fun so if we can create that environment where when ansley or maddie or any of our employees wake up and they have to work that day and they hop out of bed because they want to go to work Mm -hmm. yeah for sure then they'll work two thousand times harder than than they would if it's just they're going to go to work again right uh work is a four-letter word. Just, you know, nobody generally wants to do it, but if we can make it as, as fun as possible um, or as family-oriented as possible, and even when we talk to our employees and communicate with them, it doesn't always have to be about work either. Right. You know, we keep them involved on... Yeah. We, we have a group group text. We call and, it the group chat from hell. Yeah. Because we all text each other. It could be 11 o'clock at night, and we're like, yeah. you know, sending funny memes or, you know, whatever, yeah. but... Yeah. Um, There's got to be a, a line of... You know, there's still got to be a line of leadership, employer and employee, sure, sure. but there has to be a relationship in there. It can't be so, it can't be so military right. you know, where I hey, just do what you told and, and then and go. But I right. think that transparency, it, it just kind of creates that like right. leadership employee relationship because they know the right. back end. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? They're not like, this is your scope and this is all you get to see. So they they, they think that, oh, well, I know what sales were, and we killed it, and I make this, so they just must be out here relaxing and laying right. on a beach somewhere. I mean, they they know the deal. They know where the, they, they see it all. So right. there isn't that, like, mystery of, like, just thinking. They're just, right. you know, they're, work. Yeah, they're the workhorses or something. You know what yeah. I mean? Right, like exactly. Yeah. yeah. No, and that's going to build, oh, my gosh, I could... Yeah, because once they, like you said, they have the transparency, they know why yep. it's real to you guys, it becomes yep. real to them, it makes it, for somebody that doesn't have that type of relationship, it's super easy to leave the job. 
Yeah. Very easy yeah. to do the job. There's no connection. There's yeah. no buy-in. It's right. like, it's And then how do you keep talent that way? Exactly. Because we're a small business. So essentially we have, not essentially, we do, we have incredibly talented women that work for us right. that could go work for major businesses mm-hmm. and probably make, to be honest, twice of what we can afford to pay them. Why would they stay? Right. You know what I mean? If they're right. not. If it was, right. Right. You know, it was just that. It was just that. It's not. It's not. Right. Yeah. It's definitely not. So what's what's next for you guys? What are you guys looking at? Since you, you said you're goal setter. So what are, what are you guys looking at? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know if tea. I'm going to yes. spill the tea. I'll knock it over in here. Um, so we've got some pretty killer things coming in the new year. Um, one thing we won't be doing anymore, I'll say that, is uh, we make custom signs and... That is no longer after this weekend. Yeah, we will not. I, I I don't have time. We had a person that was kind of helping us do it, and then she's no longer doing it. It's it's a it's a time sucker. Customer signs being in like um like uh like the pretty signs that you can put on your wall that might say yeah. home. So we we oh, had a line. Gotcha, yeah, we gotcha. had a line where we I I would build the sign backing in the frame. We'd hand paint the signs. Generally, they're <laughs> mostly letters or words or inspirational right. quotes and stuff like that. Um, and that is amazing, but when you have all the other furniture to build mm-hmm. sign making is almost its own separate business. Uh, 100%. It will take a there are people that just make signs. Yeah. Right. So, so, um, that is leaving and in the new year, let's see, what are we doing? <laughs> I don't know. If I want to spell it. <laughs> well, we want to hit the wholesale. Yeah. We, that's one of our goals is we want to hit the wholesale market with okay. some of our like custom designs. Uh, that would be really cool to where be able you, to have our things. Yeah. Where, where would you put it? So, like, where would we sell our things Um, wholesale? So, one of our missions is to support the makers. So, we know how hard it is as small business owners that work with our hands um, to sell our things. So, if it's something that we don't make in our store, everything else is made by another small business or another, like, artisan or um, craftsman. Um, So, we would sell our things in the same place that they sell their things. We already have that connection um, with them. Mm, So, um, getting into those markets, like what we're doing in DC, you know, this weekend, um, that would be, that would be the goal. Um, so that's a goal. I'm going to revamp my website. (laughs) (laughs) And what else? Okay. So I'll say this, I'll say this. Yeah. We are about to bring a unique experience, um, to Fayetteville that, uh, nobody does it. It's not in Fayetteville currently. Um, it's for, it would be awesome team building, awesome date night, awesome, Girls' night. Um, it's interactive. It's interactive, and is it going to be connected to involves our brand? Yeah. Like, so you going to be connected to your shop right now, or your? So store? it'll be in our retail space. Yeah, it'll be in our yeah, retail it'll space. be in our retail space. Okay. So it's it's going to be cool. <laughs> Without the, yeah, my mind's like <laughs> yep yeah yeah. Stay tuned, and we will can, we yeah, can yeah, give yeah. you a timeline. Um, yeah, we hope to launch by. Um, Right before Valentine's Day, which yeah. would be perfect for so a couple of That's why you guys are playing yeah. Valentine's yeah. stuff. That's yeah. right. Yeah. Um, okay. I think we want to do where we're, I was teetering with an idea. We used to do uh, what was called a chalk and chat class where uh, mm-hmm. ladies, uh, we, we sell chalkboards that I build and stuff like that. And we had to have a chalk artist come in and it was almost like, what's the painting? Like paint, uh, well... Wine and design. Yeah. Mm. Like that, it was something like that, but with right. chalk, oh, chalk art. So we'd have a chalk right. artist yeah. come in and everybody would do the designs and stuff like that. And we, we wanted to, I was teetering with the idea of taking that, but at a furniture building level where maybe if people are interested, 
would they love to come and build a coffee table, mm-hmm. you know, under my guidance, but, you know, work with those tools right. and so mm-hmm. forth. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of details that have to do with that. Oh, yeah. oh I, bet he's, I bet he's freaking out. Right? Yeah. So I don't even know if that's possible, but we're teetering with that idea. You know, what <laughs> Can you make the furniture with plastic forks? Exactly. Right. Yeah. Right. yeah. The pad, all the rooms. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, the saw blades Burr. must be. Inside fun. of a bubble. <laughs> right. Yeah. So that, you know, if we can figure that out, I think, and with a little bit of research, we're still asking some of the other customers, you know, would that be interesting to you? So far, we've got some pretty good feedback. Yeah. yeah. Um, ladies like, oh, yeah, I definitely love to. Because that would add to the story. Uh, I made yeah. this. I made this call. Right. Table, you know? Yeah. Dude, um, videos. Yeah. Watching ladies make furniture. Yeah. yeah. And like crush it at yeah. it. Because it's such a. What? Wait, what? Yeah. It's yeah. like, like a, hold on, wait. It's mostly it's a man. It's a scroll stop. Exactly. Right? Like, yeah. yeah. Just saying, that'd be sick. Yeah. That'd be awesome. That'd be sick. But yeah, we've got something super cool coming um, early spring. I think it's. It, it fits our brand. It goes along with celebrating um, women and kind of in that whole lifestyle genre. Um, and yeah, nobody else has it. So. <laughs> I won't ask anymore. Yeah. I'll so, tell you after we stop the. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Good. You're sworn to secrecy. <laughs> sworn to secrecy. Yeah. Awesome. Everybody else has Actually, to wait till February. Let's not tell me. Okay. I mean, not that I couldn't hold a secret, but watch the secret get out. Oh, and then it'll be... And then it'll be like, dude, yeah. Ruben. I'm like, no, 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 I promise. Yeah, you like, yeah. bull. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, God. But it's killing me a little it's bit. Be good. As long as we can sign up, the wife and I, and yes. maybe even the kids, I don't yes. know what this looks like. We'll have you come to our, like, practice class. Done. For free. Yeah. For sure. Done. Yeah, okay. Awesome. All right, okay, all right. You guys answered that. Um, do you have a favorite failure that you believe has set you up for success? Hmm. Favorite failure... I would say hmm, that's a good question. That is a good question. I mean, we already talked about like learning from the one of my biggest things that I learned from was that stupid billboard. Like that was the dumbest idea ever. Um, Don't ever do that again. But I think that it was digital. Right. Right. Um, Yeah. Bad idea. I think every every one of our failures. I mean, I know that's like the blanket answer, but um, our experience with other businesses definitely has set us up, like, teed us up for success here. Right, you know, exactly. Cornerstone. Um, because they were on a, a smaller scale mm-hmm. than where we're at now, it was like having those training wheels on. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, I fell, I skinned my knee yeah. like, before you're like BMX, you know, riding. I don't yeah. think that. You have to have had that experience to be successful. Yeah, but I think that gives us an edge. Exactly, um, because we've we've done it. So now I know where to go if this happens, and yeah. I know what not to invest in, yeah. and I know you know <clears throat> what sells and what doesn't sell, or you know what marketing tactics to use and things like that. Exactly. But. I think for for me, um, if you're going to do, if you're going to go into business, uh, then do it. You know, dedicate. Don't don't half. You know, do yeah, that's go true. go all in if you're going to do it, and it's tough to do. And sometimes that's not an option. Correct. But I think well within the first year, and I think for us for our first year, our I guess not in the sense of we weren't all in. We in that first year we kept a a fallback plan. It was yeah. always a bailout mm-hmm. plan of right. if this goes under, 
we're going to fall back on this. Right. And that was always relevant to whatever decision we made within our first year. Because at any right. given time, it could go right. away. Um, after the first year, we're like, all right, we're right. in it now. Yeah. So now yeah. our decisions are for future growth and investments and stuff like that as far as the business is concerned. Is we're, we're doing it right. 100%. Um, and if it fails after that, well, then it was meant to be, I suppose. Right. But um, that's God's way of telling us, hey, time to move on to something else. Yeah. Um, so we definitely learned that don't yeah, don't half don't half ass it. Right. Go, exactly. Do do it all. Do it as much as you can. Invest. Um, sleep or labor is is free. You know. So for mm. us, I don't take a paycheck from this business. Um, you know. So my essentially my labor is kind of free, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, but when it comes to hard work, um, there's nothing that says I have to go home and be in bed at this time. So right. work those late hours. Exactly. And there's a great saying is you know while you're sleeping, somebody else out there is up mm-hmm. and crushing it and training mm-hmm. and will bypass you in a second. <clears throat> so yeah. give me stoked. Stay. Yeah. Stay late. Yep. You know, it's okay. Uh, if you have an understanding wife, if you have an understanding family that they understand that you are trying to grow this. Exactly. And we want to leave there. a legacy. I mean, that's mm-hmm. my mindset right now is anything that gets in my way of leaving an inheritance and a legacy for my children, it's got to go. Yeah. yeah. It's just got to go. So if we have to grind hard, exactly. you know, for the next three to five years right. to be set up so that we can have more family time. We make the time that we have count. Yes. We, sometimes we, the kids are in the warehouse, yeah. like running around and playing with paint stuff and yes. you know, whatever. But, um, I mean, now it's just the time to grind. Like we just have to do it. It's, we, not, it's we, not a nine to five, like <coughs> just going to lay back and make pretty right. things, you right. know? Right. And for anybody that believes like, well, if I make these pretty things and just open the doors, people will come. That's not, Right. You have to yeah. go find your sales. You have yep. to get out there and you have to adjust and be creative. Like we said, family time is not necessarily all the time. It's not right. that stereotypical. You're home for dinner. Um, it's right. like sometimes the kids come to the warehouse. Uh, yeah. In January or December right now, it's freezing. So we built, <laughs> we adjusted. I made a, I made a 12 foot by 12 foot room inside my warehouse and put heaters in there and a TV and deep. So now there's Disney there's movies playing. It's kind of sick. Yeah. yeah like, so they can, so they can do that. And for the, for the real part of it is I can hang out with my kids while I'm working. Right. You know, they, they're in there and they're, they're having a great time. And they come out and they run around. And, right. Uh, if, it, if they weren't, then I wouldn't see them until it was bedtime at night. Right. You know? Exactly. So, um, it's going to be dynamic. Make it work. Yep. Yeah. Just figure it out. Exactly. You know, they just... save the why is big enough. The how doesn't matter. Yeah. Yep. And if um, you can still find joy in, in those little things, it yeah. might yeah. not be the how you open the book. It's not, it might be story worthy, but... Those stories, the memories we created, them kids will have mm-hmm. a blast yeah. hanging out in dad's yeah. warehouse. No doubt. Um, if I take a minute to go take them to the playground or we do, you know, so all those stories are still being made. And exactly. All memories are still being made. It's just yeah. in a different light and you can still get your business done. Uh, and they'll appreciate it. You know, yeah. they, they understand. My, uh, our smallest ones, you know, five and two, they understand what, what's going on. <laughs> they, I have probably about 100 videos on my phone. of, And I don't even know if they've ever even seen me make a Cornerstone video. But, you know, we, like, go live and do things like that. Yeah. But they get on the phone. They're like, hey, guys, this is Mila. Welcome to Cornerstone. <laughs> like, they, like, make Cornerstone videos. And uh, our 17-year-old son, like, I just... You know, I'm a crying mom, like all moms cry, but, um, we, our busiest time of the year is October to the end of November, because everyone wants a table for Thanksgiving. 
So that's the times where we're like at the warehouse to one, two, three o'clock in the morning, building, mm-hmm. grinding, you know, doing the things. And um, I came and he, like, they pick up the slack, you know, at, at right. home. And I was like, Joe, I just feel so bad, you know, I haven't seen you. And he's like, Mom, you're like the hardest working mom there ever was. Like, yeah. he's like, we're fine. Like, we're, we're good and we're really proud of you. And mm. I was like, <laughs> yes, yeah. yes, just like done because, you know, you're just, you're, you're emotionally yeah. drained, you're physically yeah. drained. And then, like, and you're a 17 year old who you expect to be like, yeah. you didn't yeah. make dinner. Like, I'll leave yeah. yeah. And he's yeah. like, no, mom, I, I got it. You know, we're eating sloppy awesome. joes, but, you know, it's, yeah. it's good. And that's so. where the transparency relays over, too. We're transparent with our children, too. Right. Like, yeah. They know, they know what we're doing. They know yeah. that we're, we struggle to do this and, you know, try and afford this and make this happen. And they get it. They, we're, just we're trying, guys. Yeah. We're trying. Like, exactly. go get it. Go get it. Get after it. We understand. That's it. awesome. That's so cool. Mm-hmm. What's cool about that is, I mean, one with what you said, you know, you grind, hustle for three to five years. Yeah. Like, it, it's amazing how some people look at a 30-year career mm-hmm. or a 25-year, 25, 30-year career, and they stay that safe, quote-unquote, right. path to retire right. yeah, or whatever right. to live the life yeah. that they desire right yeah and it's like die for three to five years yeah like, what a great trade-off yeah yeah that's the way and it goes so, three to five years goes so quick so quick yeah. so fast and yep. when we say you know when it's so easy to to get nervous about the the bad stories of when you hear other business mm-hmm. owners like oh get ready it's gonna be horrible yeah it's gonna be tough yeah you know but it shouldn't let you scare you away from pursuing something that you want to do. That's right. Uh, willpower and drive and dedication far surpass uh, struggling financially or yep. whatever. You know, bills will always be bills. Yeah, they'll get paid. Yeah. You're gonna eat. Yeah, you, you have human nature to survive. Yeah, it, it, that's okay. I know? just did a video this morning because I was thinking about. So I reversed my time. So yeah. I'll put in some late hours. Yeah. But I've time blocked that time for the fam. Yeah, yeah for sure. I'll wake up super early yeah. to make up right. yeah. for the, yeah. you know. And I was thinking about this morning and uh, uh, I agree with that. Like to, to kind of beat up the internal and the external dialogue. Yeah. I just, for we just hustle. Just work a little mm-hmm. bit harder and yeah. then it pushes you right through it. You're going to have people say that you're not going to make it and it's going to suck. Right. And it's like as long as you put in that work to something that you enjoy. Yeah. What? Evs. Yeah, I'm gonna make it. Yeah. I feel super, super blessed to be doing this with my husband. Yeah. Um. I I think it would be a hundred times harder for it to be his vision and not mine. Right. And him coming home at one o'clock in the morning. You right. know, like it. It does make it a little bit easier yeah, that, that we're both sure. on the same page and we're both mm-hmm. grinding towards the same goal. Um. It just, it helps with the mom guilt and the like, oh, I should be doing this. Because then you see the other moms like, you know, doing the things and you're like, <laughs> we're not yeah. doing that. We're doing right. Like Elf on the Shelf. Yeah. Like, it's not happening. Yeah. But, yeah, um, yeah not, not a thing that's going to happen. But it does, it does help, you know, that we're yeah. like, we're all, we're all in it. Down to our two-year-old who's making, trying to make his own little YouTube channel. Talking exactly. about Welcome to Cornerstone. Like and everybody's think, been. So, do you guys have an earliest moment? Because one thing, so I've tried like three businesses that have failed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. And yeah. like, um, but it's all good and I've yeah. learned. Sure. But so I started documenting. You learned document- from it, right? 100%. Yeah. 100%. So I started documenting. I was like, well, how much times have I tried to be an entrepreneur? Like tried or, mm-hmm. right. or did my best or whatever. Yeah. Do you guys, can you remember your earliest moment where you were entrepreneurial? 
Can you remember that as oh a kid? God. And even if it's selling oh, freaking yeah, lollipops. Like, 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 like four years old, I used to take the prettiest rocks out of my grandmother's garden and get a brown paper bag and tape it to the mailbox with my raggedy sign that said rocks five cents. <laughs> and people stopped. See? Like we lived on a cul-de-sac, but you yeah. know what I mean? But yeah, I mean, I think I had to, I wasn't even in kindergarten yet. Exactly. I think it shows up early. Give me that, buddy. Yeah. And for me, I, See, I'd say military for me, you know, and military isn't entrepreneurial at all. Yeah. But your success in the military is entrepreneurial. Yeah. You, know, you, right. you make your own success. You will get you promoted. You will get you right. that cool job that nobody else can get. A lot of people will wait for something to happen so they can jump on it. Um, but you make your own future. A hundred percent. You work, you put in those hours. Some, somebody's always watching. Mm-hmm. Somebody's always looking at you. Mm-hmm. And the second that you, uh, take the easy route, you set a new standard for the people around you. Yep. They, they look at you and like, oh, well, since you're doing it easy, that must be the way to do it. Right. No. Oh, yeah, that's for my, sure. My children are always watching. Yeah. So if yep. I do something easy or wrong, they pick that up and that's the way they're going to do exactly. it. So I'm not setting any example all the time. Um, yeah, this guy that I look up to one day is like, dude, everything is data. Yeah. Everything yeah. you do to yeah. the way you move is data yeah. because someone's watching. Watching, yeah. And I was like... I know, right? <laughs> right, you get free. And then everything's true. And, yeah. It's true. Yeah. And then everything that, you know, in business, everything has a dollar amount attached to it. That's really Oh, right. setting a time right. budget. That's, that's essentially a big, because big we could go down a rabbit hole on decisions on the business and waste a lot of time on things that probably don't deserve that much time or effort from us. And right. once you start adding your value, whatever that dollar amount is, you know, if, if right. you value yourself, we challenge new business owners or entrepreneurs, value yourself. Mm-hmm. Pick, yeah. a, pick an amount that you think you're worth hourly. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're worth an ad tax. And then like... add tax to it. <laughs> yeah. And then keep, <laughs> That's right. keep time. You, know? you gross the net. Right. Yeah, right. See, right. Exactly. So when you're it's making so that funny. decision of, well, I got to worry about the late, the warning labels that go on the bottom of my products and I invested two hours into it, but that warning label is not going to make your sales grow and it's something you have to do. Right. And you've wasted two hours and if you're valued at $30 an hour, you just spent 60 bucks. Mm-hmm. On top of whatever they cost. On top yeah. of what they cost and it was just a waste of time. Right. You know, give it the five, ten minutes that you're supposed to do. Make the warning label, stick it, move on to something else. That's right. Your time is valuable and then when you're off, you can be off. You know, now you can be, mm-hmm. now I'm going to be dad. That's right. Now I'm going to be husband because you've maximized your time. A hundred percent. Effectively. Yes. I gotta work on time blocking. I suck at time management. <laughs> I had to learn Thank that. Because yeah. I was raising, well, she's 12 year old now, but yeah. I was raising her by my lonesome yeah. since she was three weeks old. Yeah. And I was like, and I was working at UPS and I was yeah. like, because you, you just work. drop stuff mm-hmm. and you're like, okay, now it's my fault. Right. Like mm-hmm. I can't quit blaming everyone else. So right. then you you look at your calendar and you're like, yeah, that's what trained me. Yeah, was life. Yeah, was like, yeah. 100%. I'll keep life was like, dude. I'll keep punching the head if you don't figure this out. Right. So yeah. put your hands up. up. Yeah, put your hands up. Put your hands up. Yeah. And I was like, okay, all right, got it. Yep. Yeah. So that's Super what cool. that's what helped Super me. Cool. All right. Um, what profession other than your own would be fun to attempt? So I up until <laughs> a year and a half ago was gonna be a midwife. Um, mm. I like I said, I love women and um. As midwives, you know, we get to care for women across our lifespan. It's not just a lot of people think like midwife and they think home birth and then they think, you know, just taking care of like a pregnant woman. But midwives actually care for um, women across the their life. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, that is for sure something that I could have 
done for the rest of my life and been completely content mm. to do it. Yeah. I like, I love speaking. I love instructing. Uh, I love talking. Um, I don't know what job title would be behind that, you know, um, but anything that would put me in a public eye, you know, speaking at conferences, motivational speaking, pastoral shit, maybe or something down that road, even maybe mm. the political area, although that now we're getting yeah. into like, <laughs> I don't think I can handle all the, the side stuff on that, but I, I love leadership roles. I love being in charge right. of stuff. I love coming up with uh, good ways to do things and, and keeping people motivated and fired up to do things. That's, yeah. That's phenomenal for me. What would be your, I guess, what would be the title of your first class that you were teaching? Oh, man. How to be, <laughs> I don't know, like things that are important to me, marriage is important. Marriage is super right. important. I would, lo- I would love to do and teach people how to be married. Um, yeah. I'd love to teach young men how to be men. Mm. Uh, that would be phenomenal. Um, so something along those, those lines, you know, just at, like, being, yeah. being a man, men 101, you know, man, I, something like that, uh, I think would be phenomenal to do. Um, and who knows, maybe that opportunity will arise. Um, we can do it as a side, side gig. Side you know? I still, I, I still get the joy husband. of raising my sons. So right. that's phenomenal. I still get to right. speak in that aspect. And, um, you know, we have young couples that come in all the time. So that's, what's great about retail. And especially since you're not so focused on trying to sell your furniture, you can just talk to people. Mm-hmm. You really get to, yeah, love on people them. will spill right. some of their issues sometimes, and you can provide that guidance in little short spurts. Um, so I get that joy a little bit. Right. Um, and even when I'm delivering the furniture to their home, you know, we get the time to talk and connect with people. And to me, mm-hmm. when I told my wife, when she asked me what I wanted to do when I was retiring from the military, I said I wanted to serve. That is an essence of kind of serving mm-hmm. that we're yeah. not only are we providing furniture necessarily, we are serving by providing somebody something that is needed, um, but we can serve by advice, friendship, you know, yeah. relationships, mm-hmm. guidance, you know, and so forth for whatever it's worth. They might look at me like, you know, what do you know? Um, but hopefully if they're following us on social media, if they're, you know, following somehow, hopefully they'll get that that taste of, mm-hmm. you know, what makes me excited to be me and it's her, or, you know, like, right. uh, or building furniture or whatever I love to do. Um, I think it's phenomenal. That's what I like doing. You guys are doing a disservice not putting this mess on camera. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, how cool would that be to watch that transit? I mean, like, honestly, yeah. I was thinking about earlier when yeah. you guys were loading stuff up in a, and I guess it was a truck, maybe. Yeah. yeah okay. On yeah. A, in a truck and going out to the like, yeah. how cool would it be to go back and look at that footage? And like, oh my god, that would yeah. be wonderful. I know. I do. Right. I do love to go back and like look at yeah. videos. Yeah. We need. We that's that's the new thing. 2019 more videos. <laughs> videos. More videos. Yeah. And let me know, like, if something like that happens. Yeah. You know, we can get a lot of people invited. That'd be really cool. Yeah. And there's always gonna be that one person that looks at you like, "What is this guy say?" But dude, you have a right. room full of people. Right. Yeah. Done. Yeah. yeah, done. Absolutely. Um, okay. Uh, yep, yep. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right, purchases of less than $100 that have most improved your life. Mm. Purchases less than $100. Less than $100 that most improved my life. It helps you if you sing it. Yes, it does. <laughs> Think just Could a little been bit a deeper. Um, less than $100 improved my life. Grocery pickup. 
Walmart grocery pickup. That's that's where it's at because it's free. Don't diss me because I shop at Walmart. <laughs> um, I yeah, I love being able to like get it online, go pick it up. That is definitely helpful. Yeah. Um, other things. I've got a myriad of power tools for less than a hundred dollars. <laughs> insanely improve my life. Oh and no makes doubt. My job easier. <laughs> um, also scoring materials like lumber. Um, you know, again, labor and sleep are free for me. So yeah. we had a. Uh, I ran into this stockpile of wood that was over two hundred years old, um, and the cost for me was to tear it down. You know, and that was it. The the lady oh, that man. owned. So long story long, I guess is I, I I'm at Lowe's every day buying paint, screws, stains, and stuff like that. So you get to know the, the cashiers and stuff like that. And a lady knows what I did and she, or what I do, and she said, you know, I have this I have this shed in my backyard that's really run down, and I can't get um, I can't get homeowners insurance because of this shed. Really? Um, and I need it torn down. Dang. And I was like, she's like, do you do that? And originally I was like, no, I don't do that. And then she said the shed was built from wood made from 1810. And I was like, oh, I do do that. Yeah, I yeah. do. I do do that all of a sudden. <laughs> and I was like, well, what are, you, what are you looking for? She's like, well, I just need it gone. So I don't care what you do with it. Mm. And, uh, so I got my teenagers and some of his friends and a couple chainsaws. And we spent an afternoon in... 10, 15 truckloads back and forth. That That's a hustle of, yeah. you know, manual labor. And yeah. we loaded up all the wood and it was insanely difficult and we denailed it all and we did and, you know, we, we turn it around and... What do you do with the nails? Can you do something with the nails? No? I don't. Um, I think you could probably melt them down and maybe turn them into something else mm. or maybe put those nails... People love the nail holes, and maybe if there is one of those old school square nails inside there, we kind of leave it right, if we can, right? Because um, that does deliver the story. But um, yeah, denailing it all, and, and now we turn it into beautiful furniture, and yeah, it, yeah. it cost me my labor, you know. So you yeah. know what? I, I yeah. thought of two things less than a hundred dollars that um, like improve my life: Asana and Trello. They're two apps that we use. Um, for like task management and project management, yes. um, yeah. those have greatly enhanced our. I keep hearing Trello over and over and yeah. over. Yeah, I mean, I, over. I didn't I know like it was it. that popular. I, yeah. I mean, we use it, but yeah, it's, it's yeah. super cool. For what you said, like getting the task and the whole team yeah, on so it. Yeah, so I mean, it just goes down the line from yep. like invoice page, and you know, it's in this big spills, and yep. you know, this is the due date and stuff like that. So yeah, you get to see it, you know, move down. But how yeah. much did our Square system process. Mm, there was probably more than yeah. was it? Was Square is huge. Square, I can't, the iPad. Such a phenomenal Dude, system. if there is one thing that kind of chaps my ass a little bit, yeah, it's going somewhere, and the the person is selling goods, yeah. and it's just cash. Yeah. And like, oh yeah. And I'm like, yo, okay, yeah. so here's the deal. Yeah. yeah. We're in like 2018. Yeah. And like, all I have is a card. Yeah. And that sucks. How much sales are they missing out right. on? And bigger than that. How much opportunity are, are they missing to getting their product into someone's yeah. home? Like right. the thing that they yeah. spent time building, building and right. making. Yeah. And we would understand like to a level. So obviously you understand when you go to credit cards, you got, you know, percentage per swipe. Sure. And that's what I'm sure what steers a lot of the entrepreneurs away. Like, oh, you got to worry about this. But, or that initial purchase of the system. Yeah. But for us, 
it does more than just collect credit cards. Like, yeah, it, yeah, it, it captures gives you your client information. It calculates I mean, your taxes. Like, it does, it does everything for yeah. you. Stuff that you as an entrepreneur don't have time to do. Right. Yeah. You know, and, and probably don't have money to go and hire exactly. and have somebody else do it. Yeah. Um, so it's, That's it's essential. Well worth it. yeah, sure. super I'm worth pretty it. sure the percentages are a tax write off because it's a cost of sale. Right. Correct. Correct. Yeah. So. Interesting. But it is. <sighs> yeah. Yeah. Since I've kind of peppered you guys with questions, what question do you have for me? So, Ruben. Uh-oh. <laughs> what are your plans for 2019? Yeah. What's big on your... I feel like... What's your top three goals for 2019? Disrupt. <laughs> conquer. Destroy. There you nice. go. <laughs> nice. 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 <laughs> I love it. Yeah. No, we got some big goals. Uh, we run a business development business. Mm-hmm. And in 2019, we are going to cause some waves. And it's, yeah. it's going to be cool to go back and just hear me say this yeah. at the end of 2019 or 2020 or the beginning of 2020 because we're, we're building nationwide yeah. um, uh, a business development business okay. that's going to help other businesses grow to that next level. I love it. So when you mean business development, what does that mean to you? So really, it's just improving the lives of the business owner. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you get down to it, so it, that could be time and it could be mm-hmm. growth or it could mean sustainability. It just, yeah. what's going to improve that person? Yeah. Um, either getting their message further across or yeah. just, I mean, how many people come to talk with me and they just want more time with the family? Yeah. Right. And like, so what does some of that leverage look like? I mean, yeah. you spoke on it to why mm-hmm. are you spending so much time on a warning label? Right. 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 I mean, these are the conversations that, that you systematically, talk with them about yeah. and hold them accountable to. I love that. they got to know and understand it's bigger than them. Yeah. Yeah. That's super cool that, that he's my accountability person. He's like, gotta have yeah, it. let it go. <laughs> like, yep. Let it go. Move on. Yeah. Move yep. on. Yeah. So what question cool. do you guys have for everyone listening? Um, How bad do you want to know what we're going to do <laughs> in February of 2019? <laughs> Pretty bad, right? I do. <laughs> uh, I think questions. Um, what what would you, for those listening, what do you want in a business? What do you see when, like, what is the, what keeps you coming back to a certain location uh, other than habit? Yeah, or, you know, mm-hmm. I know we're, Matt, we're creatures of habit and convenience. Yeah. So obviously drive-throughs and, and stuff that you just normally have done all your life, those will keep you always coming back. But other than that, what would make you seek somebody out to go to that location and do that? We're always interested in that. You know, right. what, um, because we'll never know. I think our biggest question in retail sales is we could have, we know we're in a military town, so we know payday is 1st and 15th. We know that. We know weather, drive sales. We know, we, so we get all that. But we've had payday weekend, 70 degrees outside, mm. and sales are, we don't, we don't know what happened. But we could have a Wednesday, which is in the middle of the payday. It's raining outside, and sales are through the roof, and we have no idea like, like what? what drives. Yeah. That figuring that out, and I don't think anybody knows. If everybody knew that, you know, everybody would probably be in business. Yeah, I do. I talk to my um you, my, my business mentor, and we you know like share yeah uh, share information like on sales, and it'll be like one one day like she killed it, and I'm like, man, we were dead all day, and then the next day it's like, oh yeah, we killed it. She's like, yeah, I don't I don't know, yeah, we, were, we were dead. But so I'd love to hear like the consumers perspective is it yeah. just absolutely random where you wake up and say you know what i think i'm gonna buy a table today or was yeah. there a process that went through you know um, yeah there's so many moving parts of life yeah yeah, yeah. that's and interesting we'll, though and we've realized for our customers we, we generally get three visits from them before they pull the trigger mm-hmm. on a big on a big purchase 
that mm-hmm. first trigger is, you know, that first visit is you got to take it all in. Like, oh my gosh, what is this place? Yeah. The second is, is okay, now I'm going to look at the quality and, and really inspect to make sure. Because mm-hmm. it, was, it was cool just looking at it, but now I need to focus on on this. And then the third visit is generally when they'll come in like, all right, now we're ready because they've gotten permission from their spouse or whatever the case yeah. may be. And because yep. we know that's a big no step doubt. too. Yeah. Uh, the husband's got to approve or, or the wife, whoever's the wife. in there. And, yeah. Um, generally the wife. Generally the wife. <laughs> yeah. So the three visits, you know, but other than that, you know, even our smaller sales, we kind of understand the big purchases. Furniture is a big deal. You know, it costs a lot of money. It's a big investment. Um, but smaller purchases, you'll have great days and not so great days and just wondering. And it seems like they all, if, if consumers got together and held a podcast or a meeting and <laughs> yes. said, Hey, we're all going shopping today. Yeah. Cause that's what it seems like, you know, like you'll get 20, 30 <laughs> people coming in to buy purses and scarves and, and jewelry. And like, where, where do they come from? And then other days nobody comes in. Yeah. So you, and this is me pure guessing. Do you think that it, might be sales of other businesses that are around your area and it's just the traffic could be i think it could be um i think we some days yeah i think some days yeah yeah 100 yeah, i think we're, we're we're definitely firm believers food drives mm. sales yes yeah um, especially in a downtown area like yeah. where we are yeah, yeah. Um, being in the army Every time we get stationed or go live somewhere else, which, geez, in 21 years, we moved probably 15 times. Yeah. So we, every time we go somewhere new, the first thing we do is go find a place to eat. Mm-hmm. Stay night, take you out, let's yeah. go check what's, out downtown. What's our downtown like? Right. So, Where's all the good food? Where's right. Drive out, we go get something to eat, and after we get something to eat, then we walk around. Yeah. Right. And every, who doesn't do that? I mean, right. everybody exactly. does that. So yeah. Nobody moves to a new location and says, hey, let's go see if there's any cool furniture store downtown. <laughs> right. No, they go and eat. Yeah. And then they run across us or they see us on social media. Those are generally the two, uh, the two things. But other than that, outside of that, so if downtown was to improve anything, it's more food, more, mm-hmm. more all reason the food. to all the food. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, or anywhere for that matter because it drives, it drives sales. Yeah. Um, I need a taco truck. We had it right up front of my store. Right. I'm sure you can make that happen. Right. Yeah. Hopefully. It'd be so awesome. Yeah. We need tacos. Yeah. So where could taste Friday? I w- you know what I thought today was when you said that? I was like Tuesday, man. So Tuesday. this might Tuesday. be Yeah. yeah. It's freaking Friday. This yeah. guy. Um you still buy tacos on Friday. Yes. Uh, yes, yes. so where can people find you guys? So yeah, we're at two forty Hay Street, um yeah. beautiful downtown Fayetteville. Ooh, yeah. Um we're right on the corner. We've got a big yellow door, and you can also find us on social media, yeah. um, on Facebook our Instagram and, and Facebook, and then on our website, it's www.fadevillefarmtables.com. Nice. So the Facebook and Instagram, what is your handle? Um, Cornerstone Design Co. Corners- Cornerstone Design, Design Co. C-O. Yep. Got it. Well, I appreciate you guys yeah. stopping by today, awesome. telling your story. Thank you for having Thank us. Thank you for having us. We had fun. Me too. I'm yeah. super excited. Super cool. As soon as I hit stop. You guys are going to tell me what's going down. Yeah, I will. I will for sure tell you.